What's up, folks? You are tuned into the failing frequency. I am Ethan. And I'm Mike. <laughs> we like talking about Star Trek. We do indeed. And what track are we talking about this week? Oh, well, this week we're going to be talking a little bit about the, uh, the... I don't know if anyone's heard, but there is currently a, uh, a writer's strike and now a general actor's strike happening over in the States. And it is, honestly, I love it. Yeah, it is fantastic. And, you know, it's obviously going to affect Trek. Even Trek that um, is out at the moment, I imagine it's affecting. Yeah, Mm. well, we'll talk about that. Uh, We'll talk about how it's going to affect Comic-Con, which Mm -hmm. is coming up. Um, Oh, God, I'm so excited. Yeah. I think this might be the first like Comic Con I've I've really actually been excited to see what happens <laughs> in years. Uh, before we cover this week's episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Lost in Translation. Fucking yeah. nailed it. Fucking nailed, nailed it. it. And there's time codes for all that in the in the down below. But before yeah, that, how are we doing? How's your week going? Oh, it's good. It's good. I had a I had a I had a job interview today that I think went very well, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, I, um, I I had a really nice chili. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. very nice chili. Delightful. You can't beat a chili. Yeah. No, man. I also yeah. um, I'm I'm probably gonna be fucking. I've I've started looking into doing side hustles. I've been selling comics on eBay. I'm trying to up those numbers. I've been looking into print on demand. On demand, and what what are you wearing at the moment? Oh, right now I'm wearing I'm wearing a, a shirt that my partner got me. I'm the scrub daddy. Yeah, because I'm I'm partially you know a bit of a scrub. Also, and... I do the dishes. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> and like I'm, I still don't know if we're allowed. Still don't know if we're allowed to mention the other thing. <laughs> yeah, Ethan might be away in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, I might be. I might be. I might. I might not be available in a few weeks. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Uh, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm living the dream. I've I've managed to shack up, like rid myself of a couple of weights that have been on me for a couple of months so i am uh, living the dream really and i nice. spent a whole work day on tuesday instead of working filling up a skip so it's always fun nice. to climb in and out of a skip constantly. oh i love i mean i'm i'm a scrub yeah. i'm a scrub i'm also i've been known to dive into a skip to fish you, things you out have. you have yeah you know me man there's nothing wrong with yeah. that there's nothing wrong with that table yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah always but... fun to, to play in the skip yeah so it, it's it's a good week on my end really and yeah. um you know it's uh looking forward to a, a, a sunny and fine weekend as well all good i haven't booked in um barbenheimer i, I don't know no. if you have no oh yeah yeah so my cousin i've got cousins visiting from america and they really want to see oppenheimer um, and and you know my partner really wants to see Barbie. At first, I didn't, I I didn't because I was like, why would I, why the fuck would I want to go see Barbie? And then like yeah. the stuff started coming out for it, 
and all the like things saying like it's it's actually it's actually quite sophisticated like satire from from what I've heard. Mm. I've also heard it's basically like Elf. Yeah. Elf so, or the Lego movie it looks like to me. The Lego movie yeah. but with live people. Especially yeah, since so Will Ferrell's in that Elf Lego, you know. He's just cast he's he's they go, we need someone coming into the real world. Who do we pick? Will Ferrell, I suppose. What screams oh, well, real he, world model? He, Will Ferrell. He's a real human. Mm. Um, despite he what is. you might think. Mm. <coughs> uh, but yeah, but should, but we, I'm, should I'm, we talk I'm, about? Because well, well, I'm quite oh, excited. Because yeah. next time you see me, maybe not next time, but maybe the time after that, I might be blonde. Because like I've always yeah. wanted to dye my hair blonde to see what would happen. Um, and my partner has always been like, "No, you'll look stupid." But now that mm. Barbie's coming out. And I'm gonna be wearing pink anyway. Jem's like, I could dye your hair blonde, and then you could be like Ken, because yeah. it's thematic you... and it's fun. Yeah. Instead of me That's trying to dye my hair them. to look yeah. cool, instead it's it's dyeing my hair to to be silly, so that's so, allowed. Next week, are we gonna see you with um, blonde hair? Potentially. Oh, so prepare yourself for that, viewers. <laughs> Yeah, man. If I yeah. if I am if I am blonde for that, I will also wear pink. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. But which we move on and talk about a bit of Trek for one side. Yeah, man. Let's talk about Trek. Let's talk about Trek and unions. And I'm not just talking about the United Earth or the United Federation of Planets. Uh, I mean, it's quite fitting for a franchise that is, you know, about you know, fully automated luxury gay space communism. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's it's still on theme for, for Star Trek. Um, but yeah, like I said, I don't know if anyone's heard. Um, yeah. But the, the writers, the Writers Guild of America uh, have been on strike since, you know, for a few weeks now. And uh, recently in the past few days, at time of recording, uh, the Screen Actors Guild have joined them. Uh, mostly in solidarity, but also out of some of, you know, some some of their own concerns, you know, regarding mm. uh, r- rate of pay, scale of pay, regarding streaming, uh, regarding mm-hmm. AI, digital doubles and stuff. So they, they do have their own concerns, um, but, but, you know, it's it's also a lot to do with, with solidarity for, for the writers um, who also have concerns regarding AI-generated scripts and and residual checks from properties that they've worked on. Uh, this mm-hmm. is the first time that writers and actors have been on strike since 1960. Yeah. So it's you know it's it's big stuff. Um, mm. It's uh, it's it's awesome. I love I love this shit. I love it. Yeah. It's fantastic, you know? and you know there's been episodes about unions in Trek. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but the DS9 ROM makes a union yeah. episode. You know, if we mm-hmm. all want to go back and uh, watch that as many times as possible, maybe yeah. Paramount will get a idea of what's happening there. Well, well, we've still got it. We we can still watch it on Netflix. So maybe Netflix will be like, yeah. oh, wait a minute. Like, people have watched this episode of Deep Space Nine almost as much as they've watched fucking Red Red Notice. Notice. Yeah. I've never seen it. 
I've also never seen... Squid Game. Okay. Yeah. I, I had a new theory this week on Red Notice that The Rock... You know, you can get um, bot farms to like a post or something like that on Insta or whatever mm. to give yourself a boost. I reckon he's just got a bot farm just watching Red Notice continually. It's the only yeah. explanation. He's, he's just... It's got an entourage, hasn't he? Just, I, I think just, that's the have Wahlbergs. It on their phones. They'll just have it on the they'll just have it on the phones. He he's got one at all. They've all got entourages. Entourage. Yeah. Sabotage. Sabotage. Um, oh, that'll come up later. Yeah. Um, then you know it. Uh but yeah, this is this is, you know, it's it's important stuff. There's been a lot of uh videos online of, of actors on picket lines. Um, teamsters and stuff are are doing, you know, you know they're stopping people from getting onto set. You know, uh, mm-hmm. crew mostly, but also you know, teamsters catering and stuff. I always thought it was just it was Not so funny. That, yeah, but it's so funny because like it's like, you know, the the picket line is to stop. It's 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 to create a a physical barrier to mm. stop people from going on set. But like they can't like beat them up or anything so yeah. it's like you know you've got these big strong fucking like electricians and shit that are like sorry i can't come on set there mm. are these writers walking around in a line i'm afraid for my safety yeah <laughs> yeah it, I mean, it's you know, it's an intimidation tactic, I suppose, to to have yeah. a a strike out front. But you know, that's the part of a union is is having that solidarity and having that. Um, I suppose you you have one voice and you can scream louder and get your rights um, more easily. Yeah, it's a whole a point. lot of people. A lot of people are saying like, you know, what are they even striking for? They get paid for their work. They don't. But they don't, they don't get paid what they deserve. Yep. So yeah, they... s- stories from the front line. There was um, we, we can go on from to one in track in a minute, but mm-hmm. the um, who who we've both got noted down. Um, but there was one this week I saw um, who gave his um, digital performance for a video game and found himself in a different video game and stuff like that. Um, without being paid because they just scanned his face and went, well, we've got your face model now, so that's yeah. that's you for life now. You're one of our models. And this was, you know, an actor, and, you know, that's just how things seem to go. And with this new world of streaming, you used to be able to get, oh, you know, something goes into syndication and they play it often enough. That's what syndication was, so that mm-hmm. a show can be on repeated on a on a TV channel. And... Shows don't do that anymore. They're constantly repeated unless they get pulled off by um, weird ex- streaming executives. Uh, yeah. That happens. Um, that happens. Does happen. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll talk about one of those in a minute as well. Um, but shows on, you know, you watch them once and they're gone potentially forever until you get to 100 episodes and then you've got a much bigger paycheck. You're on that show in someone's living room for the rest of time 
and that's just yeah. not accounted for nowadays. You know, yeah. you don't get paid like that. So why would you do yeah, it like but, that? You know, they don't. They don't. You know, they don't have commercials in the same way. They don't have ad breaks. So mm-hmm. the studios aren't aren't getting that. But basically, it's it's all down to the fact that like there is nothing. There is no infrastructure. There's no like set system in place for writers to get or actors to to get residual checks from streaming and it it can be done it's just you know streaming is a relatively new thing and there's just the, there's just no system in place um you yeah. know the system that has that has been in place for for TV for syndication for for all of that that has been in place since the 60s because of of strikes like like what's going on now yeah and as we were saying with red notice before these streamers you know whichever ones they are paramount plus netflix whoever purposely don't want to give you the number of how many people are watching a show where previously nope. that was done by what what was the company that used to have set top boxes in a couple of thousand homes yeah, the across the government, US. I think it was like a government-funded organization. I, I, that, no, that I have no bloody idea. But yeah, they used to report, oh, yeah. this proportion of people are watching, um, I don't know, Strange New Worlds. And that would be your, okay, the show's doing well. Now Paramount own that data and, and don't want to give it out because then they'd have to tell the writers that your show is doing well and um, you did a good episode and we want to pay you for it. Hmm. So there's a there's a good episode of um, Some More News, the uh, podcast version that has a writer on uh, discussing that very topic when it comes to uh, a Netflix movie. So mm. um, maybe I'll put a link down below for that. Yeah, man. Bit Check of. out Cody's Showdy. Yeah. We're all Warmbo fans over here. Yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um yeah, but we there was um, that... one one person on the lines that um, did what what we find a, a reasonably funny interview. Let's say um, Michelle Hurd, oh, yeah. um from Picard seasons one, two, and three. One of the only people that made it all the way through. Yeah, <laughs> by the and, grace um, of God. Yeah, not that she did much in in season three because of you know it, it wasn't a season for her. It was a nostalgia season. Um, but is there being, you know, in the interview, and again, maybe I'll put a link down below um, or a clip in here. She's with another person uh, being interviewed and the other person uh, desperately tries to get sure. a word in. Yeah, oh man, the pair of them. I'm, f- eh, excuse me, I'm just burping. I'm fairly certain that is, what's her name? I, I didn't know her. I, I guess she was going to be a SAG representative. Jean Smart. I'm fairly certain that's Jean Smart. Um, she oh, a distant relative what... of mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah. Uh, she was in um, the Watchmen HBO series. She played Spectre. And I'm oh, fairly okay. certain she was in um, Legion, the best comic book, like, TV mainstream show. superhero TV show. I still it's haven't the seen it. Weirdest. It's the weirdest. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it it is. It I could I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it all the way through. Mm. As an yeah. attention seeker, I found it like deeply triggering. <laughs> like, 
I mean, we sometimes talk over each other, but this is like to a crazy amount. This is like them getting interviewed and it's just like, I can't pay rent. You see me on TV and I can't pay rent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but like, that's a good point. Like, yeah. you know, and I think like Michelle Hurd actually does show a uh, a pretty impressive level of self-awareness in that clip, despite mm. also, you know... Uh, yeah. um, talking over her, um, what's the comrade? Yes, um, yeah. <laughs> that when she says, like, you know, actors like me who, you know, aren't in the background, but you see mm. me and you go, I know that person, I don't know her name, but I've seen her in some stuff. Yeah. Um, we live, we're still living paycheck to paycheck, and like, yeah, mm. you know, back, back when yeah. she was on, um, NCIS something or other? Law and no Order? No freaking idea. You know, I, when, I can back, only remember her from Picard. So. But when she was on primetime TV, she'll, st- she'll still be getting residual checks from that, whatever that yeah, procedural if was on TV, show she yeah. was on. Yeah, you mm. know, she'll still be getting checks for that. Um, but she won't be get she won't be still be getting checks for some other shows, you know, like, no. you know, there's probably a cutoff point to how much money she can earn from, from being on Star Trek. Well, um, it didn't go past a hundred episodes anyway. And that, that's a thing that kind of buggers them up with streaming as well is seasons are much shorter. You used to do TNG and you'd be at a hundred episodes and into syndication, you know, you might as well have started. You get a, a five year run. They'd normally pay up front. And you'd be done. You'd be into syndication without having to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also buggered up the Enterprise lot a bit more than you know the writers did anyway. <laughs> oh man! So is that is that why the guy who played Reed looks like that? Yeah, a, a bit, a bit. But you know, we're, we're now if you've got a ten episode season, you have to do ten season, ten whole years at least to get a hundred episodes under your belt. You'd have that done. Yeah in four or five you know those rules are just crazy (laughs) yeah um it's it's um it's it's serious stuff um we've also got i've just seen here this this tweet from david trumbull from uh from one of the producers on star trek prodigy um, this is fun. Paramount executives reading today's strike news, looking at the next quarter and thinking, oof, if only we had 20 almost completed episodes of a critically acclaimed animated show belonging to a beloved IP lying around. Yep. So th- th- this is is probably the most likely thing, or if Prodigy is going to be saved this will be the one that saves it. Or if it's going to be aired on Paramount or Nickelodeon, this will be the thing that saves it. Potentially. Because Par- because... Par- Paramount have all, all, already gone, you know, Yellowstone, the, the big hit show that is now, um, what's-his-name has now left it. And I, I've been watching it these, these last couple of weeks when I've got Paramount Plus, and it's quite good. Um, Kevin Costa's leaving it, I believe. Um mm. But they've gone, right, we're not going to have much content next year for our TV channels, so we're going to put Yellowstone on CBS because it's previously only been a streaming thing and they've gone, we have no fucking content here. We, we need our to... streaming service fucking sucks. So, yeah. <laughs> like... 
our so streaming service start... is shite. It, it, and if so you could get to... people hooked on by putting it on actual TV, you know, yeah. no one has Paramount Plus. It's crap. Just pull mm. people into it if you can. Um, but they could potentially go forward with uh, production. That there is a bit of a grey area regarding animated shows um, because yeah, uh, they they have a different union. It's called the voice acting is different. It's called yeah. TAG. The the animation guild the and and it it is part of a different union so mm. presumably um, the voice acting mm-hmm. probably there probably won't be any voice actors going forward um, but if if they need to they can still recruit in non union actors because auditions Scabs. are not allowed odds total yeah. total fucking scabbing. Um, Auditions for shows aren't even allowed to go to go ahead. Mm. Discussions regarding future content aren't allowed to take place uh, mm. under under the strike. So, like, no nothing you can go into production in any way. They can't. They can't. Or people can't do auditions for roles. Animators potentially and and auditions with non-union actors could take place mm. and i tell you what man i've seen some fucking stuff on tiktok three times i have seen people posting about being approached by studios yeah to develop like to develop their content well. into okay. into tv shows two of them have been like no <laughs> i'm yeah. not fuck- i'm not fucking scabbing for you bro um, yeah. But there is one, <clears throat> there's this one guy, loads of people are stitching his content and doing duets with his stuff because he he got approached to, to be, to have, to have some, uh, a TV show developed and he's like super excited. He's like, this could be potentially life changing, but like also like one, he does not understand the issue just mm-hmm. based on some of the responses to some of the comments that he's been getting, he's like, like he's saying like calling a non-union actor a scab. What does that say about you? And it's like you don't know what a scab is, you don't understand yeah. the issue, and you also don't understand that you are being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. And the the trouble is, you know, for for someone like that making content on TikTok, it it could be a life changing amount of money. You know, you, you pour the production costs of Strange New Worlds, which probably can't have a season next year, into um, 20 TikTokers to make a show. You've got... You, they, those guys are getting fucking minted. Um, and, you know, it'll all be shit, but um, it'll be content yeah. to fill up it'll Paramount be, Plus be, or something. It'll be something... Uh, but mm-hmm. what he doesn't understand is that if that production were to go forward, mm-hmm. at the end of these strikes, He's... he will n- he will not be allowed to join a union, and when that mm-hmm. happens, he will not be able to work. Yeah, quite possibly. Like when when union productions are back up and running, mm-hmm. he won't be allowed in. Yeah. Um, 
while while so, we're talking about the the TikTok, maybe um, the TikTok. I'm such so down with the kids. Oh, um, you've been on the TikToks. Uh, yeah, uh, it, it, one of the things the actors can't do as well, and it it transitions somewhat into the Comic Con piece, is they can't promote productions. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there is a Comic Con coming up very shortly next week, maybe. Oh, no, this weekend, isn't it? Yeah. This weekend. Oh, my God. You cannot be there in the union and promote a project. You can go on a panel. They can't do anything. You can go on a panel that is about an ended show. So the Enterprise, you know, they're probably phoning up the Enterprise people being like, we'll never get you back for anything else. Do you just want to come to a panel? Because you can't have the Strange New Worlds cast there talking about Strange New Worlds. You can't have... The Prodigy cast, Kate Mulgrew's already dropped out um, very publicly, saying, well, they ended a show anyway. Strike. Of get course fucked. she's going to end it. Yeah. <laughs> We're on strike, darling. Get out of my fucking face. Yeah, and it's insulting anyway. You know, they've ended your show. Of course you're going to take any sort of out. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah, so it's, it's... these Comic-Cons are going to be shit. And, and you've got some info on, oh on what's going to happen God, for Paramount. Oh, my God, it's great. It's it's awesome. So they obviously they they announced that that no no um, SAG actors, no Writers Guild act, um, writers are allowed to do any promotion um, along with with everything else. And everyone's like, fine. Everyone heard about the fucking Oppenheimer cast just fucking dipping in the middle of the premiere. Just like, right, guys, we're striking. We don't have to be here this for, for this fucking dog and pony show. Let's fucking leave. Yeah. Um, and 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 they can't do any production, they can't do any promotion, they can't do press junkets, they can't do anything. It's so funny because like I, I the, didn't that... see if this this episode's um, ready room came out, but I'm guessing it didn't um, um, because I'm, they I'm... can't do that either. Um, so like I, I can't wait to see because just because the you know the writers and the actors can't can't do um can't do it doesn't mean they're not gonna happen um and if if this is a if this is a a taste of things to come over the next few months i am so excited uh so we go over to trekmovie.com they've got a a uh a clip from a press release from cbs about uh the official star trek animation celebration one of the main events of Star Trek at San Diego Comic-Con. Get a first look at Star Trek The Animated Celebration, a campaign celebrating 50 years of Star Trek The Animated Series with John Sitters, VP of Star Trek Brand Development. Explore the latest in publishing with an IDW representative. And talk gaming with Scopely's Brian Lelis, lead narrative designer of Star Trek Fleet Command, and Rebecca Plants, community manager, Star Trek Fleet Command. You won't want to miss this panel, complete with limited edition pin giveaways, and special guest Casper Kelly, producer of... The Trouble with Edward, and the writer and director of Too Many Cooks. 
Oh, do you remember it's... too many cooks? It was their YouTube um... short. It was like it was like an opening title sequence for like a nineties sitcom. Oh yeah, the one that goes on forever. That just too keeps many going cooks. on. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that like and... that was nearly a decade ago it must have been as well, too yeah. many cooks. Um yeah. fucking VP of Star Trek brand development. An IDW representative. Just some guy. Just, so- just some guy. Uh, just someone. We gotta get someone. We can get someone, right? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing how they couldn't get, for the video game one, or the game one, they couldn't get someone from um, Paradox there to talk about the new game they've got coming out. You'd think that you'd... You know, you've got nothing else that you can push. You'd push They've that. They've just finished making a video game. They are all probably still asleep. Yeah. Like, they're probably all in recovery. They're probably all in fucking rehab. No, their marketing guys will still be on, like, piles of coke and able to turn up. That's what marketing guys are. Um. Uh, and like this is this this is what it's going to be for the next few months. Press junkets with fucking <laughs> studio execs. You know, like oh, so what was it? What was it like to uh, to to work on production of of this movie with with fucking um with with this fucking gold standard actor? And they're just gonna be like, yeah. who? What? Oh, this guy on the poster. Mm. Yeah, it's fucking great. What's the movie called? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was was great. Outside of that, be very be very cautious, I would say. If you're if you're on the internet and and whatever, um as you were saying before, creators maybe they're not necessarily being paid and brought on to produce something for them, uh, produce shows, but the advertising budget is going somewhere and it is going into creators. If you look at Barbie Online now, not all of that is steam, like the steam of the hype train for Barbie. I, I, you know, browsing through YouTube today, on one row of the uh, app, there were three videos I saw that were, um, I bought everything pink for a day for Barbie. Free. Free videos. <laughs> Who the fuck's doing that? <laughs> I made, I made pink pasta. Pink spaghetti yeah. bolognese. I made, I, I, what's a thing that people do? I dyed, I used all natural colours to dye my cat pink. Yeah. For Barbie. It, it's, it's crazy at the moment, so. Yeah, man. Um, they don't need to spend the money on fucking marketing. Everyone no. knows. It's self-sustaining at this point. There's a married couple that run the fish and chip shop around the corner from my house, right? Hmm. And we were talking about, me and my partner were in there, we were talking about going to see the Barbie movie, right? Mm. And the wife was like, ah, I'm not, ah, I don't think I'll see it. And the husband, big fucking, like, bloke, was like, mm. I've heard it's really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Like. I mean. So, so the, the ways this is going to affect, you know, Paramount and Star Trek going forward um, Lower Decks is supposed to come out straight after Strange New Worlds, I think. Mm-hmm. Probably going to get delayed to spread things out a bit. Yeah, yeah, to to space it out so that they have 
content. Yeah. Um, Paramount's going to do one show at a time. What one show at a time? One a year. Um, Discovery yeah. supposedly finished its reshoots. Um, if they need anyone to come in for additional dialogue, so ADR, um, they can't do that. So maybe that will come out next year. Maybe it won't um, at this rate. It, that that should be pretty quick though. Some quick ADR pickups, even even if it doesn't. So at late maybe. next year at latest. Maybe. Well, it should it should do. You don't have to. I've not done gonna... ADR. It it always it doesn't take a long time, but it takes longer than you think. Yeah, but the the way Trek does it mostly is because they've got a lot of shot reverse shot stuff. It's a lot of reaction faces. Yeah. So. You just get the back of someone's head and they're going like, oh no, he died in a fire. <laughs> and a reverse shot on them again. Yep. You know, so, and and Strange New Worlds, I don't believe has started filming, or may, maybe it did start filming season three. It did, it yeah. Anymore. And they, yeah, they, they, they um, you know, they, they stopped, they halted production. Um... And a lot of the cast have also like gone off social media. Anson Mount's yeah. like, I'm, you know, closing down my Twitter and my Instagram for a bit, but he's mm-hmm. still doing his podcast and he's now doing it in video form because, you know, much like much like Michelle Hurd, he's an actor. He still he needs the attention. Yep. Um, um So Yeah, uh, and but, um the all... the section thirty one movie. Nope. Now, what do you know? It, if what you were expecting you know? it, it's not going to happen. Why were you expecting Never it in the first place? Um, Star Trek Four. Why would you expect it to happen anyway? Um, Star Trek. Star Trek Four. What even is that? I Kelvin it from my mind. Yeah. I. <laughs> it's not going to happen. These things it's aren't going to happen, happen anyway. Uh, um, but I'll tell you what is going to happen. A uh, a uh, a. a Paramount Strange New Worlds booth at Comic-Con where you get to where you can take the helm of the renowned captain's chair. I don't like that. You don't take the helm of the chair. You don't take the helm of the chair. You... <sighs> okay, great. Um, Marketing copy. Can, can... I suppose you can't pay writers oh, at the moment. Oh, and there's pins there as well. They're giving out more pins there. Um, they're fucking lousy with pins. They've got, they yeah. just got fucking badges coming out of the wazoo. These guys. I did win some Star Trek pins at some point, but it was for um, Picard season one. So. <laughs> um, um, uh, they also have a, another booth where you can step into the world of Star Trek for a custom caricature art. And what do you know? More fucking pins. Limited yeah. edition Star Trek pin. <laughs> Stuff if we could says... make very quickly. Stuff we could farm out to a factory very quickly. Um, we'll have all the tat. <laughs> so, mate, honestly, if the, if anyone's getting chased by security at any point, stop by the fucking Paramount booth. Mm. Grab some pins and throw them down on the ground behind you and maybe lose yeah. them. Fucking honestly. Uh, but the main event, 
uh, Hall H. That's the big Hall. That's the big one. In that's the big Hall daddy. H. Yep. I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's not nothing. Uh, <laughs> but Star Trek will be showing an early screening of the special Star Trek. Uh, Strange New Worlds Lower Decks crossover episode. I'm a bit pissed off too. I'm bitter, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little I have bit it in my off. soul. I'm bitter at this, you know. Yeah, I'm also concerned because, um, you know, I've, I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but my partner is one of the moderators on in Star Trek ship hosting, mm-hmm. and like, there'll be some the- people there that you know take sneaky photos. Yeah, and like they're just like, and it's just gonna be like they're, they're obviously they're not gonna like let them into the group. They're not gonna let the posts in, um, but they yeah. might see something. Mm-hmm. They might see something that they don't want to see. Yeah, moderating's hell. Yeah, I mean it's not for us. Our group's chill as fuck. Yeah, yeah, barely have to moderate <laughs> at all. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah I mean that's that's something like I say it ain't nothing yeah but uh, oh my god head of of brand development who's free this weekend yeah. uh, has anyone got any plans this weekend uh, I'm pretty free you're mm. going to Comic Con <laughs> if, if there was ever a death knell for Paramount Plus as well you know, I, I was saying how many weeks ago, Paramount Plus has probably got two years max in it anyway. Next year, if they've got no content on there because they can't film anything for the rest of the year, what the fuck are people going to say subscribe for? <laughs> Watching yeah. Maverick all over again, like a hundred yeah, million times a year. Yeah, I'd like, <sighs> this is the thing. Like, what's going to happen over the next few months is, you know... The the executives Bob Iger fucking what's what's that fucking David Zaslav Brian Robbins Bob Backish at, at Paramount Bob-ish. Plus look at this fucking look at this little mole man um, mm. like they they are gonna they're gonna spend the next few weeks saying I don't even see what the problem is I think they're all being a bit don't you think you're being a bit ridiculous and then mm-hmm. as time goes on they are going to there's gonna be more stuff like fucking the head of marketing doing interviews for a movie. Mm-hmm. And they're going to look foolish. They're going to be made to look foolish. And it, it's yeah. it's going to become very apparent that these people do not deserve... What is this fucker worth again? How much well, did Bob so, Backish... So it says. So it says. We, we know his did... approximate salary. Yeah, um... what's his salary again? 32 million. 32 yeah. million. And that's on the low end. That's Paramount. Like, fucking David Zaslav is the, the most highest paid man in Hollywood. Bob Iger owns more stock than he, he has fucking grains of sand in the desert. Like, yep. They could, retire, you know, they could all retire tomorrow and live forever, you know, without yeah, any could, worry could, and pass it all could, on to the kids anyway. They could all, they could give. 99% of their net worth away and still mm. live comfortably. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these these people, they, they're they going to be made to look foolish and everyone's going to, it's going to become very apparent that they do not deserve the money that they are getting. 
and the people yep. that that do deserve it are the are the ones making them look foolish. Uh, <laughs> so, so that great. that's one hope. the The other hope is is Prodigy getting a season two that airs on Paramount or Nick Nickelodeon because mm-hmm. it kind of deserves to. And I, I, I've just thought of a another hope. If you've got no content coming out and you're trying to keep your streaming service alive, wouldn't it be a fantastic idea to remaster some of the shows that you've got from the <laughs> 90s that have a large following that people want to see remastered? Yeah, man. Maybe some DS9 remastered, please. Yeah, man. Go into the warehouse, find that those cans of film. Yep. Yeah. Push it out, you know, if you can get any of that content, do it season by season, as I say, to keep people subscribed. But that they're not in a guild, they're not in a union. You could still get that stuff out there. Yeah, you can um, fucking abuse them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you, we all know you do. They so. signed their contracts when streaming didn't exist. Maybe when yep. the internet didn't exist. Those guys yep. you can just fucking abuse. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. It's, it is like D- DS Nine was was on was made on film, wasn't it? It was Voyager yeah. that was all filmed on. Was it digital? It was filmed in video, wasn't it? Um, I believe most, at least the first half, it was on film, and then maybe it switched onto um, onto real uh, video. Not, yeah. Yeah, video, not digital. Yeah. Digital wasn't a thing, but yeah. Mm. And you can well, the tell. ships were digital. All the ships at the end of Voyager were digital. Yeah, yeah, they didn't use models. No, just like modern Trek. Mm. Wow. Speaking wow. of, speaking did we have of modern else Trek, we wanted, did we nah, did we have anything it. else we wanted to say? But apart from the strikes, except for like you know, support support the strikes, support the unions. Union strongs. Um, yep. when when the trains are striking, don't. Piss and moan. Don't whinge about the bastard trains. Whinge about the bastard people running the train companies that don't pay the conductors. Mm-hmm. Um, when when there's fucking shit on TV, just be like, pay those actors, pay those writers. Watch Legion. Watch Legion. <laughs> I will watch Legion at some point. Yeah, if just it was use on a this streaming service. I had catch up on. Use this opportunity to catch up on stuff you haven't watched. Yeah. Um, but fuck it, Let, let's talk about the episode because we've gone yeah, forty minutes or so. Yeah, man. Fuck um, it. Yeah, let's let's get onto the episode. You know, there's not. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. So this week's episode, Strange New World, season two, episode six. Can you believe it? Uh, Lost in translation, um, starring, starring Bill, Bill Murray, Murray and someone. Oh, <laughs> I got there Joe first. Hansen. I got in there first. <laughs> I got in there at like nine o'clock this morning, mate. You can't beat me on that. <laughs> uh, how did you find this episode? Non-spoilers. Uh, what did you think? I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was, you know, silly. I like it when someone's going. I, I like it when someone's both quietly and loudly going a little bit crazy. Uh, that's mm-hmm. why I prefer the first Mission Impossible film. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I thought this was a thoroughly enjoyable episode. Um, you you will too if you enjoyed episodes of Star Trek: uh, The Next Generation, such as um, oh fuck, what was it called? Um, it wasn't Timescape. 
It wasn't, it wasn't the loss. loss. It, I, I can't remember. I can't remember. Uh, it was a fucking Troy episode. If you like Troy yeah, man, episodes you, of I am the Beholder. If you I'm liked beholder. any if you liked any Troy episode of Next Generation, or God forbid, if you liked any Kess episode of Voyager, then you will love this episode. I, I had another one from Voyager. If you liked uh, Equinox. Equinox. Can you remember Equinox? The one with the it, um the, It's the one with the other ship that is yeah. has been harvesting um life forms yes. to power its warp drive. Yeah. Um mm. I would yeah, yeah, yes, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Um this is yeah, then then you'll you'll enjoy this episode. Um I enjoyed that we got a lot more of Pelia in this episode. Pelia's great. I love Pelia. Um, uh, I loved, you know, we get, we get another legacy character. We get a pretty, I would say a somewhat important moat moment at the end of the episode that relates to the, to, to the, to the saga, to the, to the legacy of, of Star Trek. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I had good, I enjoyed this episode, you know, if you liked, oh, if you liked Dawn of the Dead. If you, yeah, if you, I suppose. If you like, um, then you'll like this episode. Yep. Oh, no, so, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Which is, what's the um, American Dawn, Werewolf is... in London? If you liked American Werewolf in London, you'll like this episode. Zombie Ghosts. Okay. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um... In contrast, I thought this episode was amazingly dull. Um, you know, you you like Pelia. I, I thought I, I'm not a fan of Pelia so far, and I thought that B plot with, with you know that that's her to not go into spoilers too much was useless, and you just cut back to it to to give them something to do and to pad the episode. Yeah. Um, the main. I will agree. Plots. I'll agree. I'll agree with you with that. Yeah, that's that's all that was. Yeah, you know, the, the, one of the clearest B plots where you just cut back to people, and it doesn't it doesn't factor into the episode at all, really. And um, you know, if none of the B plot happened, it wouldn't affect the main A plot at all, really. And. You know, I suppose you'll learn well, more about the characters. Well, I don't know about that. They would, the, the Ramon, Ramon. I know Ramon, but you know they would have got there eventually. Um, and the A plot. That I know it's too much to ask, but it would be really nice if some of the characters in Star Trek had watched Star Trek, because you know we'll, we'll talk about what the the plot is uh, in a minute or two when we get into spoilers. But the episode starts, and it's kind of like a mystery episode. What's happening? You know, um, is this really happening, or is it, you know, just someone going insane? Maybe. And you're like, what? What are you talking about? You know, you're you're doing this action, and you're having this reaction, and you you're just not putting the steps together. Where if you'd watched half of you know a season of Star Trek, you'd go like, okay, no. We started doing this, and then this happened, so let's stop that for a second and see if it changes. 
but people yeah. don't and it's just infuriating when you're so yeah. far ahead of the plot that you're just like i know what's happening here can't you can't you yeah. realize you're normally very smart people um so yeah i thought this was dull as shit just yeah. waiting for people to get to somewhere it reminds me of like there's an early episode of next gen where there's mm. it's the episode where there's like a time loop thing going on and it ends with mm. like di- like three datas in a line trying to figure yeah. out which is the data that's in the present mm. and like the first time there's a time loop in that episode picard's immediately like boom uh i just experienced like a, a time dilation effect going on something's happening like immediately like oh You've watched Star yeah. Trek. <laughs> yeah. You know what a time loop is. And it's yeah. not necessarily watching Star Trek. It's just being an intelligent person in a world where this shit happens to you once a week. Mm-hmm. You know, these characters go through shit once a week. They never go to a strange new world, but this sort of weird stuff happens to them. Mm. And it's just, okay, maybe be a bit smarter about it than the idiots you are being. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so that, I, I was not a fan of this episode, and it, it's probably the one that I've walked away from. And, you know, the immediate reaction has been like, thank fuck that's over, because I'm, I'm just, like, too far ahead of the episode and didn't enjoy it because of that. Yeah. Um, should, we, should we, unless you've got anything more for non-spoilers, should I just run through the um, yeah, man. episode synopsis, whatever? So Enterprise and the Farragut are fixing up a nebula mining machine when Uhura starts hearing and seeing things that the rest of the crew can't. Jim Kirk is over from the Farragut and sees Uhura struggling and offers to help her. Uhura and James and Sam Kirk, or Jim and Sam Kirk, work out that invisible aliens who live in the nebula are using Uhura's brain to communicate and um, they're showing her horrific things to say that they're in pain because of the mining. They tell Pike, who evacuates the mining station and destroys it, the invisible aliens are happy to be free. Spock and Kirk meet and share a drink along with Ahura. That's the shortest one of them I've done, because nothing else matters in this episode. Hey, I wouldn't say that. Pike is wearing a different badge. That was very important. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you why they've done this. Other than... Um, so in Star Trek, and I saw last week on the group, maybe people were talking about what's an admiral and what's a fleet commander, hmm. um, or what's a commodore. And there are differences and in, in traditional naval speak, because Trek sometimes lifts from it. A fleet commander is someone or a commodore is someone who's in charge of at different ships. So multiple ships where an admiral normally more has more of a desk job sort of shit. But in reality, they've made uh, Pike a fleet commander because in the Menagerie, the TOS episode, when Kirk is talking about, oh, I've, I met Pike once before, or I met Pike before, it was when he was um, promoted to fleet commander. <laughs> or uh, So that that's the only reason they've done it, really, is to be like, that's okay, we need to funny. smooth over some, um, some cannon here and just be like, 
No, he he was he was like it was a it's a it's a temporary promotion. It's a temporary promotion with a black. Is it going to be a temporary promotion, or are they just going to be like, yeah, no sound? Well, we know when the accident happens, he's he's back being you know fleet commander or whatever. So yeah, maybe it's going to happen eventually to him. Maybe they're going to leave him in command. Maybe they're going to just just not turn off the promotion. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not in in charge of multiple ships as of next episode cuz right. you know. He's got the badge. He's got a different badge presumably. Yeah, yeah. He's back to a normal badge and um in charge of one ship rather than two in a station. So Yeah, man. Yeah. <clears throat> um It's amazing uh, that this up. station doesn't have a commander that we see at all anyway, you know, really. <clears throat> yeah, we don't see any any of the command crew of the station. We don't meet mm. any other crew of the Farragut. Um, we don't know who the captain of the Farragut is. We know that the old captain died because of a, a vampire cloud. Um, which yeah, I didn't I realize so. in the last episode when they were having like Remembrance Day or whatever that. Um, mm. Chapel was talking about serving on the Farragut at the time and the like 200 odd people that died talking about the same thing that Kirk was talking about in that episode of TOS. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. Yeah, man. So that means that (coughs) Chapel and Jim Kirk served together. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. Cool. I guess. Yeah. Mm. Um... Uh, I, I enjoyed seeing. They don't the... interact, considering he he sees her across a bar in this episode. They don't interact. Yeah, do but maybe maybe there's history. Maybe like sh- they don't like each other. Mm, I can picture possibly. that. Um, I enjoyed seeing the the front of the nacelles scooping up the bizarre uh, collectors. The bizards, yeah, man, uh, yeah. scooping up stuff for fuel. I guess, I guess. The Enterprise truly is hoisted by its own bussards. I'm not cutting this for time. I'm just going to leave in where I'm waiting here to try and get over that. Um, Yeah, fantastic. It is in my notes in block capitals. Yeah, I've got I've got something in block capitals <laughs> later on. I, I, I think this is the only time, and someone will correct me if I'm wrong, that we've seen the um, Passard collectors work like that, other than Star Trek Insurrection, mm. the Riker mm. maneuver, um, pulling in the gas and then but they didn't shooting spin out the ass. <coughs> they didn't they spin. Didn't, no, they didn't have spinnies. They weren't spinnies. No, no. Um, and that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Right. Sure. Can, can we can we breeze through this B plot? Because I, I just want to talk about because there's, there's no point jumping back to it, going on to the A plot, and then jump into the B, and then going okay. back to the well, A. Because before there's no, we do, so no like the, the the B plot pretty much starts when we see Uhura and um, and Pelia have a little interaction which is quite early on in the episode before everything starts kicking off. And I just wanted to bring that up first because it does show the kind of um the the sort of the the beginnings of like definitely one of your favorite things about Uhura, which is Uhura getting the tools out and doing stuff. Yep. 
Um, uh-huh. Yeah. So, so you know, she's 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 got like she's gone on to YouTube. She's got a YouTube tutorial on how he to has. <laughs> filmed somehow because the camera moves, and I, I'm like, okay, cool. I suppose floating GoPro. You've got like a Kino from Star. Stargate Universe, if you remember mm. Stargate Universe. Someone will. Nope. Um, nah. Someone will remember Stargate Universe. Uh, and we have, I don't know, Pelia talking to Ahura and, you know, discussing Hema because Ahura's watching a Hema video or her interacting with Hema. So Bruce Horax? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bruce Horax. Um, yeah, he's back yep, for this he's episode. He's back, baby. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. Warms my heart to see him. Yep. And I, I originally thought, and I had to rewatch it to make sure that it wasn't just someone else in, in the Hammer mask with his voiceover. And it, it, it's not, thankfully. Um, nope. You know, it, it yep. is actually him. Yeah, man, you can't, um, like, you can't make that smile with that mask. Yeah. Oh, I love that, man. Mm-hmm. Apelia um, is too old. To tiptoe around someone's feelings. I love mm-hmm. that moment where she's like, oh, I was a great student. Actually, no, I, it, I, 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 no, I was lying. He was terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Pelia really endearing her, her to myself. You know, yep. a lot of this episode is about, you know, people feeling the loss of people who've died and... For the audience, that's feeling the loss of Hema. Mm-hmm. And you've got Pelia there, who's just like, again, is no substitute for having an alien, for having, you know, for having representation of an alien in universe, for out of universe, having, you know, a blind person um, acting on track for a season rather than just an episode stand in mm-hmm. oh you're a special guest character you know and and then their personality isn't as good and it's just i i i can't get over you know yeah i see, i totally anymore. get where you're coming from there totally get where you're coming from you know mm. you know but i'm i'm a you know i can be i wouldn't call myself a cynic but i have some cynical tendencies and I, mm. I, you know, I'm fully prepared, as I'm sure you know, to speak ill of the dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, I, you know, I, I can see where she's coming from. Like, like I just told a lie there, mm. and I, I don't have the energy to keep that lie going. So I'm just going to cut it off right now, and I take it back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But then that that springs into the B plot, I suppose, of Pelia and Una um, spending the whole episode together, really, on this mining station, trying to yeah. fix it and find out, you know, that it's being sabotaged, and and sabotage. try and work sabotage, sabotage, and and trying to fix it up. And I know this happens in TOS, and I can't bemoan it too much. But at some points, it's like, I bet I'll have it fixed up, this station fixed up in four hours. And then the next time you cut back to them, it's like, I fixed it up. And it's just like, at least invent some techno babble, invent some something, 
you know, to show they're competent rather than they can just, you know. No, no, no. This work. this big this big cavernous like engineering yeah. tunnel, this thing that looks like a giant super collider. Mm. Well, turns out the problem was in this panel. Yeah. In this one in this one panel. It's fine. It's fine. I sorted the panel out. Watch how everything lights up. Oh no, the lights went out again. Yeah, I, I, I thought this whole B plot and you do you know, you have a scene maybe in the A plot, uh, and it goes to, you know, Kirk and Uhura sitting in a quarters and then it skips to these guys and then it has to skip back to Kirk and Uhura sitting in quarters again. And you just go, what the fuck was the point of skipping to this? Because I do not care about um, so these that, so fucking characters see, doing their we nothing. Could see, so that we could see Pellia um, showing you exactly how to deal with someone trying to be physically intimidating when a big, tall Amazon woman squares mm. up to you. The best thing to do is to just smile. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, and there's there's so there's animosity between Una and Pelia. And, you know, we, we get far enough down the episode that, you know, that there's kind of like three levels of it. You know, it's like Inception where Una says it's because you're a space hippie and you know there's crumbs on you and you don't ob- yeah, obey well, maybe orders. Un- maybe Una should just stop being such a herbert. Hey. I'm gonna have to put a clip of that now. I'm gonna have to find a clip. Herbert, <laughs> Herbert. Um, and then it the level down. You know, Inception level down is oh, you gave me a C in um, advanced engineering or something like that um, because my essay. You know, I meticulously researched this essay, and she goes, ah, it's a crap essay, pretty much. Why were they writing a the fucking level... essay for for fucking a repair for a fucking? Why were they yeah. doing an essay for? A... Surely it should have been a some sort of practical exercise. Yeah, and then and then the next level down, it is. Oh, it's because you know, and it ties into the theme of the episode, I suppose. It's because you you miss Hemmer and you don't like me standing in his place. Um, Hemmer joined the Enterprise. In season one, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so Una, who is a very straight down the line officer, um, is so angry, so emotionable about losing one member of crew when in Strange New Worlds they've lost a number of, of, of crew members, um, that she's going to be, frankly, a bitch to the replacements. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And man. it's just like, what the fuck is happening here? You're overdoing it. The acting is a bit overdone, I think. And the story is overdone because Hema was there for less than a year. A couple yeah, of months, maybe. Well, yeah, man. And I just You're don't a, care what? about these people and their small problems, if I'm honest. Yeah, man. You're, yeah, exactly. You're not, you're not angry because Pelia gave you a C... You're angry because you, you you quite frankly being a bit of a fucking c word, yeah. Um, and it's it's out of character. That's another c word. It's it's yeah. It's as totally. But that being said, I did enjoy. I just I I like I like Pelia. Pelia's fun. Um, I, I like that. 
I loved that bit where she's like, I don't like, I don't like your attitude. I don't like your disrespect. I don't like the fact that there's food on your uniform. Mm. When did you eat? Yeah. <laughs> when did she eat? She's like, I'm, a, I'm an old lady. I've got little, little snacks stashed away. I've got a tissue. I've got rolled up tissue up my sleeve. I've got snacks. Yeah. I've got a brooch. Hmm. Uh, I, I really hope that we find that you know engineers on the Enterprise before Scotty were just cycled in once a year once a season of Strange New Worlds because you know they didn't find anyone who was a good match until Scotty mm-hmm. because the sooner we get rid of this character the happier I am um, yeah fair enough you know, any other character any other characterization I'm happy with this is just annoying the shit out of me Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's a B story pretty much done. Other than they find um, yeah, the they person find who the went guy. insane. They find um, the guy. They, so they find the guy. And the, carry on. Keep, keep, keep talking. Yeah. So so they find the guy who went insane before um, Una, uh, Uhura did, and they ship him over to the Enterprise. And um, so on, on to the A plot is Uhura's been hearing things and seeing things and this starts off with hearing just a you know kind of message um she's hearing dubstep come through yeah man um hearing skrillex through the communicator um but it turns up and she's seeing zombified hammer and um seeing things to do with her parents' shuttle crash and stuff like that. And it all starts when the Enterprise starts mining this nebula. Mm-hmm. And you go, well, let's put one and one together here and, you know, come up with two. You know, it's not difficult sums here. Um, but yeah, they don't. You guys, you guys have been going around space and, and going into funky nebulas and having weird hallucinations. You did it last year. Yeah, yeah, like it happened last year. You all turned into a fairy tale, like yeah. Things live in nebulas. You know this. Mm-hmm. Um, and they keep on saying, "Well, you're you're just tired. Go go to bed, maybe." Uh, or you've got uh, this poisoning be, by being in the, oh, the cell. Oh, what point. when 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 Mabenga's like, hmm, you you were seeing things, and and you were hearing things. Kind of sounds like you were having a hallucination. Yes, the definition. Thank you, Umbenga. Thanks, man. Yeah. Like, someone's going to come in with a fucking, like, a fucking broken arm, and he's just like, hmm, hmm. I've seen this before. Yeah. Your arm is broken. <laughs> Good work, Umbenga. Um, what, what is this? I know what this is. This is blood. Yeah. It's a classic. This is blood. <laughs> they kind of do that in this episode uh, later on. Uh, yeah. Um, but Ahura, you know, whoa, whoa, like, I need a medic. I don't think you do. No. <laughs> I don't think you do, mate. <laughs> Una's going to be very pissed off at whoever p- replaces that person. Um, but it's just uh, like you know, massive cash X's on their eyes, just like yeah. <laughs> Um, Uhura keeps on seeing shit um, goes and asks for help of 
Spock and um, Chapel and gets none of it. Sits at the bar well, and tries the, to have she, a drink the, and then gets hit intruding. on by Kirk. They're having a moment. They're having a oh, moment. They're having a moment. They're flirting over 3D chess. Yeah. They're talking about their relationship. Fuck off, mm. Neota. Yeah. But then gets hit on by Kirk. Uh, Jim Kirk, who's over from the Farragut. Kirk, for the second time this series, Kirk's got a Kirk. He 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 does. You know, th- this is a... Um, should say this is... As prime a timeline as you can get Kirk, this is prime timeline Kirk. Yeah, this is the um, third time we've now. seen him, but the first time we've seen Kirk. Yep. Yeah. Over than a tiny bit at the la- end of a mm, episode yeah. um, where Lan called him up. This is our first time with prime timeline Kirk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, him and Sam have a falling out because... Kirk has just been promoted or about to be promoted to first officer of the Farragut. And they're talking about really um, matching up to their father's expectations. And Sam Kirk isn't happy that Jim Kirk is so successful because it makes him look like a dick. Sam, Sam is making himself look like a dick. Yeah. Like I mean, Kirk, Kirk later on, it it wouldn't have it wouldn't have hurt Kirk to be understanding of that later on to understand what Sam Kirk's emotions are, because later on in the episode, Sam Kirk comes over and you know extends the olive branch, apologizes, and then he's like, after some, you know, return of that from Kirk, and Kirk's just like, thank you for apologizing. You're a good dude. But what's he got fantastic. to apologize for? Well. You know, he said, do, oh, well, you're does, wallowing does in James, science. Does James you're wallowing Kirk, in science. Yeah, and he is. He is. Yeah, but he would Star like Trek to isn't leave. about, you know, wallowing in science. It's, you know, finding yeah, the best George place Kirk for is, you. George Kirk is. George Kirk, don't forget, will leave Starfleet to go and do science on a planet. I thought he was going to die. He, that's what he dies doing. Okay. You'll leave yeah, Starfleet to go do an easier job. Like he, He's not necessarily wallowing, though. He's found his purpose. He's found something he's enjoying and is doing that, where Kirk is trying to... Kirk is beating, doing what he does to beat uh, his father's records and, you know, saying, oh, I pushed a bit harder on this record, you know, and I've got the... Yeah. Um, which is, establishes... For a couple of people who are like, no, this is Kelvin timeline, or this might as well be Kelvin timeline because yeah, they talk the, about the, the Kelvin. Yeah, uh, yeah, the dad's not dead. Dad is alive. Dad is alive. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Liam Hemsworth is on... still alive. <laughs> yeah. No way. He's probably played by one of the cheaper Hemsworths, though. <laughs> Liam Hemsworth. What's his... Chris Hemsworth played him Chris in the Hemsworth. film, didn't he? Yeah, he'll yeah. be played by Liam Hemsworth in this. Yeah. Liam Hemsworth with a TikTok filter to make him look older. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he hits on Uhura, sees there's something wrong with her, goes out to chase her. Uhura has a vision and hits him in the face. And they're, they're, they're fast buddies from then, really. They're looking after each other, or Kirk's looking after her. And um, at this point, I'll, I'll mention my thing that I've got bolded or in capitals in my notes. And I've just got stop leaving people who are on their way to psychosis alone in a room 
because multiple times in this episode, you know, whether they go to sickbay or whatever, they're just like, this person is clearly like going insane. And multiple times they're like, Kirk's like, no, I'll get you a cookie and just leaves the room. And it's like, don't leave the room. Uhura even says to Pike, you should, you know, um, you know, stop me in quarters, um, hold me in qu- my quarters. And he's just like, nah, that'll be fine. She'll be right. I'm sure you'll be fine. I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah. And she's already wandered onto the bridge at this point and started, like, fiddling with controls. Yeah, and she's, like, full on, like, like, when she goes into hallucinations, like, obviously the people are still there. Mm. And, like, and, like, we do see later on in the episode, we see Kirk seeing her hallucinate. So she's, like, fully, Mm. she's not just, like, disassociating and, Mm. and going into her own, into, like, a mind palace or anything. She's like walking around, lo- living, you know, in her in her hallucination. So like, yeah. she's like full on walking onto the bridge, thinking that she's walking onto the bridge. Mm. So like, yeah, she's dangerous. Yeah, she fucking broke and, Kirk's nose. Yeah, and yet they do nothing about her and the the guy they bring over who sabotaged the. Um, the station. Listen, all of y'all, it's a sabotage. 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 Um, they've got one security guard who is very quickly outwitted. <laughs> they just push someone into him, and it's like, I'm free. Yeah, man, that's some stormtrooper-ass fucking yeah. shoot in there. I miss the beams. I miss the beams, man. The beams, as in beaming people up, or the no, no, beams I mean, that like people the... would hit the head on? Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. beams coming out of the phases. I miss yeah. the. It's all. It's all bursts. Yeah. We did get beam phases on the the Enterprise earlier this season, I think. Yeah, out um, of the ship. Yeah, we did. Yeah, but yeah. like. Yeah. Not unfortunately, the hand phases. Lame. Um, but yeah, so this starts a a merry little thing with a horror and Kirk, which. Is is so dull that you cut back and forwards away from it and to it a couple of times. Honestly, like Kirk can be so sickly sweet in this episode. There were parts of it where I was like, "Is he a hallucination? Is he?" Before we figure mm. out what the hallucinations are all about, what the metaphor is, um, like it, like because I put fairy godmother Kirk in my notes Mm. here like he's being like a fairy godmother and like he's being so fucking helpful yeah that like throughout most of the episode i was like he's not real but he was yeah did Um, do you do the thing where like someone starts having hallucinations and i'm so used to you know I, i live in a world of movies and tv where I go, okay, can anyone else see this character? And does anyone else interact with this character? Because I'm not getting <laughs> took by that twist again. You know, yeah. where it's like, and then yeah. Lon talks to him and you just like, Lon can see him. That's all right. That's it. That's all right then. Well, like um, the thing is, like the because of the nature of Uhura's hallucinations, like even when Kirk interacts with Pike, it's mm. like, is any of this happening? Yeah. Is any of this happening? Mm. So... Yeah, but, um, you know, we get a, a Kirk speech from um, this Kirk, and it is about well, before, before death. Before we get a Kirk speech, 
We've yeah, got different. Ramon mm-hmm. um, running around the ship. Kills a crewman. Like, kills them Close fucking out dead. Her fucking eyes, yeah. There's blood. <laughs> like, There's trails of blood all the way through blood, the ship. She is fucked. Mm. It's like, I need a medic. You don't. And then, and then Ramon fucking. He like blows up a nacelle, flies mm. off into space, immediately turns to ice. Uh, you know, he could have done with having a, a fellow crewman to hug. Since that yeah. is apparently what saved Chapel and Manga a couple of episodes ago. Um, and then Pike, after that, is like, oh man, this is this is fucked. You're hallucinating. Crewman's two, two, two crewmen dead. One of the nacelles is almost disabled. Ex- I'm sorry, excuse me? Almost. <laughs> almost. Almost disabled? Ooh. It blew the fuck up. How? Yeah. And it is like a fucking explosion. Mm. But no, apparently it's fine. Yeah. I, I want to say disabled. as well, for the, the him floating into space and freezing, they're really getting their money's worth out of that effect, aren't they? Because they've, <laughs> in the last, in last f- let's easily six months, Vadik um, flew out into space and froze. Um, in this episode alone, there was... Whatever his name was, um, Romero or Ramon, Romy or whoever, Ramon. Um, uh, we didn't see much of it, but Spock, Pike, whoever, everyone on the bridge has a hallucination of all them flying out. Got sucked out. Um, and as they you all say, got, Chapel. They all got sucked Benga. off. They all um, got sucked off the bridge. Chapel and Mbenga as well. So that they've worked out. Okay, here's how we do freezing people in space very cheaply and we've mm-hmm. got like 20 of it since in the last six months and you're like okay yeah man cool down mate cool cool your jets um, streamline that workflow baby mm-hmm. yeah it's just a filter you put on it's like the aging filters on tiktok um, yeah, man. Mm. Uh, yeah but we get to eventually the kirk speech um and it is about dealing with death and how Uhura used to envision her parents' shuttle crash even though she wasn't there. And since Hemma died, she thinks about Hemma's death all the time and envisions him. And Kirk says, well, kind of, you need to get over that because people are going to die, Starfleet, dangerous. And you don't want to let death win by making you forget these people and blocking out your mind. You need to be able to, you know, keep remembering these people. Okay, cool. Um, I, I thought that was a very TOS Kirk speech. It, no, it, it is. It's it is a very kind of silly, kind of hokey. You, yeah, you, you're letting death win, son. Yeah, come on, bucko. Like yeah, like some old the, old people say. Yeah, it, it was. It was the most TOS this Kirk has felt. I, I think. Mm-hmm. And then he does the old. I'll get a cookie. I'll leave you here and get a cookie. Why? Cool. Um, and and Ahura realizes that these things are trying to communicate with her. These invisible aliens. Yeah, man. Are trying to communicate. She realizes. With her. Calm down, Ahura. It's in your head. In your head, mm. zombie, zombie, zombie. 
Was that the song you were looking for before before yeah. we started? Okay. Yeah, it was. It's zombies <sighs> in her head. Yeah, true. Uh, true. Yeah, it's less about hoisted school shootings by your own basards, Mike. <laughs> this is what happens, audience, when we have time to you know when we get to the evening record and even has time to think about um, jokes or bits. This is what you, the level of stuff that you get. Um, this never would have happened when you know on the episode we recorded middle of the day. Nowhere near would have had the jokes on hand. Um, but we pull Sam Kirk in as a xenobiologist who has this theory that invisible aliens exist. Um, congratulations, Sam. You know, and there's actually a, horror... a theory that this that like things from another dimension can poke in and and mm -hmm. eat deuterium uh, yeah. citation needed imagine being <laughs> like, a xenobiologist and you're just like your job is just like finding alien species and learning about them and you're just like invisible yeah there's, there's, <laughs> no. invisible, there's an invisible species done yeah every week you just go like you just mark stuff through like my sandwich got ate, and I didn't remember eating my sandwich. Must be an invisible it's alien. That, oh, it's an alien. <laughs> yeah. Cool, invisible aliens constantly. You um, put it like Kirk, Sam Kirk farts. They're like, what's yeah. that smell? It's a fart alien. They exist as their fart. It's a fart. They, yeah. The fart was an alien. I think this alien ate a lot of cheese and is probably lactose intolerant as well, because I oh feel a lot God. of them coming... Fart yeah. aliens, they're all around us. Hello, my name is Sam Kirk. Let's yeah. do a first contact. But Ahura thinks back to what these aliens have been showing her, and she gets that, you know, you're killing us, you know. You made me... I saw Hema dying, which makes me think of death. I saw me fighting myself, which makes me think we did it. Um, and she Wait comes a minute, up they're, with... doing, they're doing a Darmok and Gelada. Damok and Gelada Tanagra. Yeah. They're communicating with memes, but the problem is they're mining her trauma for content. Yeah. Uh, but which isn't cool. No. Uh, but, you know, but yeah. we, we don't know what these aliens are like. Maybe they don't even know what, what is cool and what is not cool. Yeah. That they've all got parachute pants on there. They're that uncool. Um, yeah. So, so she goes up to the bridge and tells Pike that he needs to destroy the station. And he goes, how sure are you? And she goes, very sure. And Pike, because he trusts a person who is psychotic, goes, okay, let's destroy the station then. And they do. And everything is solved. And they go, well, I hope this station that is next to Gorn Space... <laughs> I'll come back to that in a second. Is next to go on space. You know there are other places to refuel our ships, possibly. Um, yeah. Um, it's that thing. maybe it's the, it's he's just he's read, um, he's read Dirk Gently, and mm -hmm. he's he's done that thing where like when Dirk Gently doesn't know what to do, he just follows someone who looks like they know where they're going. And he's just okay. going, well, I don't yeah. really know what's going on, but, but Hura seems pretty pretty sure about what she's doing, so. Yeah. Yeah, but 
just blows up the station, you know, the refueling station that probably took um, months to build at the very least. Um, mm-hmm. It's on the frontier of space, so would have really been a, a big investment for Starfleet, but never mind. Um, and it's surrounded by stuff that could, presumably, since it can be used as fuel, potentially, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking, like, is that not going to explode? Yeah, I... I, I Maybe it needs, you know, to be compressed or whatever. You know, it's like, I don't know, or mixed with something else to be into proper fuel. But yeah, you'd think that the aliens wouldn't like stuff exploding around them as well, but they're mad. Um, (laughs) And then we get Ahura in the bar with Kirk having a chat. Um, Sam Kirk comes over. They don't reconcile. And uh, he leaves. Spock comes over and cleans up after um, Sam Kirk, like he did an episode or two ago, because Sam Kirk is just a messy guy. Yeah, man. And we get the meeting of Kirk and Spock. Iconic well. moment. They shake hands. Yeah. They shake hands. Um, they, you know, and I was like, maybe little kiss. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Maybe a little kiss. Yeah. They should have done that, like, French, like, mwah, mwah. Yeah. They should, that's what they should have done. But here, here's a question for you. Did you find the meeting of them in here? And obviously it's it's more a friendly meeting than we see. But between Kirk's meeting of Ahura and Spock, did you find them more thrilling in Kelvin? or more interesting in Kelvin universe than here? Uh, I mean, obviously the the meeting of, of Spock and Kirk in Kelvin, well, I mean, it's all under wildly different circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, but, uh, but like, what I'm saying yeah, is, the, is this interesting at all to you? How I mean, to be here? honest, I think, I think it's... I mean, it's as interesting as it needs to be. Like, it's, you know, it, you know, not all mm. iconic um, pairings begin, you know, yeah. in in big, grandiose... Not all of... Not all iconic meetings begin with a court case. Uh, I, no, like, I like understand in Kelvin. that. Not all iconic uh, pairings begin with a bar fight. Mm. Uh but yeah, no, they're they're as they're as interesting as they need to be, you know. Um, yeah. But but I I don't need a bar fight. It was alluded to earlier because we know and and Kirk even says earlier this season, you know, two D chess, different version of Kirk. Two D chess is for mm. babies. Three D chess is where I'm at. And then he's yeah. looking over at um, Spock play chess with Chapel, and he's like, oh, he's about to lose. Mm. Um. I would have preferred, and I know why they've done it, because to get to the, the TOS characters on a table chatting together, but Kirk offering to, um, you know, hustle Spock in chess, do something like that where they've got an actual action that happens rather than the camera moving away while people go like, you know, the classic TV, oh, we're talking about things and the camera's moving away so he can go quieter and quieter and just go, ha ha, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I didn't mind it. It's... You know, it, it's, it's, I think it's, I think it was, the problem is, is obviously a lot of the dialogue in this show 
can be, mm. if you ask me, it can be quite tame. A lot of the jokes can be a bit tame when it's like with with a lot of the main crew. Unless someone's being outright nasty, in which case mm. the jokes can be quite funny. Una. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, like, but the, um, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the interactions can be quite tame. And as to mm-hmm. be expected, because, you know, let's face it, everyone in Starfleet is a massive nerd. Uh, but the, you know, I, I suppose it's it's better to do it that way than to have the interaction be outright lame and shit. You yeah. know, the, the reason why it's more interesting in Kelvin timeline is because there was conflict. You know, and they're 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 obviously trying to not do conflict with it. Yeah, you know? they're trying to stay on the old um, Gene's vision of no one is angry yeah. with each other. You know, to a degree. and like you know, when when Uhura punches Kirk, she's really sad about it. Mm. She fixes his boo boo. Yeah. You know, um, so you know. But co- conflict isn't you know a game of chess together isn't conflict, uh, but I think that's more interesting where. Kirk is going, you know, um, you know, they say him him and Uhura are talking and they're going like, oh, um, Chapel's left Spock, you know, he sees across the bar, Chapel's left Spock against the chess, um, 3D chess thing. And he goes, do you want to see me hustle this guy? And goes over and, you know, shakes the hand again, but then sits down and starts playing chess and the camera fades out from them playing chess rather than the fi- camera fades out. Where yeah, they're just, I see what you mean. You know, having a, oh, yes, we're talking and we're talking quiet because the camera's moving away, sort of chat. Because that's a nothing. That it, you know, it's, an, it's nothing that. Yeah. Mm. Um, no, I, did, I didn't mind it. I've, you know, like I say, I've, I guess I would rather that, which is a, a somewhat kind of classic. You know, the fade mm. out, the panning out while there's a band playing jazz. Is kind of yeah. a classic Trek um, ending. Um, I, I liked who was the who was the crewman who came in at the end, like just before the doors closed. There's a there's a there's an alien with big hair and some shit stuck on his face, and he's like, "Wait, what? Who? Fucking wait, wait!" Uh, I think he's supposed to be a uh, Tellarite. Yeah, but we, he's I been in like, the background of a couple of bar scenes. Yeah, he looked, he looked fun. So you know what. I, I, I can I can live without my chess scene that I'm hoping for. You know what w- really would have capped the episode and should be there. So, we've seen earlier in this season, Starfleet. The admirals think there's going to be a Gorn attack on Starfleet. Yeah, this starbase is on the edge of Gorn space and is a refueling station, so they can see stranger new worlds, which we never visit anyway. Pike says, I'm going to have to, um, you know, FaceTime Admiral Nagarwe or something like that and mm. explain why we've destroyed his station. We needed like a mid-credits equivalent and you can't do it because next episode isn't about the Gorn. But to say, oh, you know, we blew up this station and, the, you know, you see the end of the conversation and the Admiral hangs up and he's just like, how close are the gone? They're getting closer. You know, we needed that station because of its importance 
to the you know possible upcoming war that we have with them because that won't land for people you know if you're watching this episode detached from the rest of this season that will not factor in for people that there's potentially an on, uh, an upcoming war with the Gorn happening and Pike being a good boy and just listening to Uhura has blown up their, their refueling station right at the front line. And yeah, man. it's kind of important. It's kind of important. Yeah. Massively important. Uh, could be seen as a, a potential um, uh, instigating action. Could be mm-hmm. seen as, as threatening by by yeah. a, uh, an extremely warlike species. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I see what you mean. A mid credit scene would have been cool. Just cut back to, you know, they didn't even need to, could just cut back to fucking um, April being like, throwing an iPad down and just being like, God, son of a bitch. And, he, and yeah. some, some other guy being like, what's up? And he's like, Fucking Chris pulled some fucking Enterprise bullshit and and blew up that space we sent that space station we sent him to fix. Yeah. And the guy just being like Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. And you know, show it on a map. Show the cut to then the console that he's thrown on the floor, the iPad that he's thrown on the floor. And it is the Gorn ship moving closer to the space and the space station blinks out of existence and the Enterprise is there and the Farragut's there. Mm-hmm. How much more interesting would that make the end of the episode? Yeah. It's, it's easy shit and, you know, it doesn't I think take... It'd be, it'd be interesting because, like, we, you know, we heard about the Gorn in the first episode. Mm-hmm. And... Six episodes like, ago now. Six episodes ago, the only like episode that we know or suspect for sure is definitely going to be about the Gorn is like the last episode. Cause it's called like hegemony. Um, <laughs> and the Gorn that's the Gorn hegemony. People. So yeah. Um, yeah, mm. no, I like, I feel like maybe, maybe this episode will be talked about in that episode. Maybe, maybe um, hopefully if they've but thought about connective it, tissue, you would have had connective tissue throughout. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Do you, do you have much else on this episode? Um, yeah, two notes. Um, we <laughs> saw the uh, uh, the the classic uh, bottle, the 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 George Dickel whiskey bottle back for the Saurian brandy, the classic yep. like goosenecked uh, <laughs> bottle uh, for the Saurian brandy. Beautiful, love seeing that bad boy. Um, I've looked them up. They were a commemorative thing and. They are quite expensive. Um, um, you know the place that does um, Chateau Picard wine? You can buy them from there, I think, as well. Cool. Their version of um, sorry, and Brandy or whatever. Pay 200 quid and get a bottle. Yeah. Mm. Um, I saw a, a TikTok of a guy trying the um, Romulan ale that they brought out. And he was he was like, I don't drink, so... I hope this is good. And the video is so funny because he does, like, too much. Mm. <laughs> he drinks way too much in one go and then is very clearly in distress. I'll have to try and find um, And that. he's, like, dolled yeah. up. He's painted himself up like a, an Andorian as well, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, di- uh, like, a tiny little... 
like production note that that I also liked um, when when Uhura is trying to go to sleep, she's in bed, and she's wearing uh, protective hairwear uh for she's wearing protective headwear for for um black oh, natural hair she's wearing yeah. a do rag you know mm-hmm. that's a um that's a tiny little production detail that gets missed out a lot on tv yeah uh you know because because with you know uh black people's hair you know in order to keep certain styles you've got to you've got to maintain it you you know and it's rigorous uh and and just having Having a and very wear. thankful to be a white guy who can just get out of bed and just go. Right, well, maybe you can. My fucking hair does does what it wants. You see me yeah. the past couple of weeks now. My partner's been doing my hair and makeup uh, before we record. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, it it really shows that the the production crew, the production, just the general production of of Strange mm. New Worlds. It it you know it's it pays attention. It listens because that's. <clears throat> that's definitely a note from from the actor yeah. like well when i go to bed i have to wear a do-rag for my hair and like if we're filming this scene with me in bed i'm gonna need to wear it yeah like so mm. yeah no that was that was good as well um yeah it's not it's not that sort of small stuff that i i, I dislike in the episode it's just the overall episode yeah. structure and where we start well what did you you know this is your thing but like what did you think the message was? Um, it, it was mainly that Kirk speech. So it, it's letting death win by erasing the memories of people. So the the pain of of losing people doesn't mean that you should shut out the memories of of the times with them. Um, I, I had as the message. Did you have a different message come through for you? Uh, uh death. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, bad. I think I'm, I'm going to go on the record saying death is bad. Yeah, most of the uh, time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sabotage. Sabotage. Oh yeah. Sabotage. Of course. By the way, we've been saying sabotage throughout this episode <laughs> because um, Shatner Kirk, Shatner in general, pronounces sabotage as sabotage. He clearly had never said that word out loud in his life when he first read that. <laughs> I mean, there's a fantastic recording, and maybe I'll drop it in uh, here, where he's in the recording booth, maybe for a Star Trek, maybe for something else. And he says, oh, we need to... No, it is a Star Trek, because he's like, Spock, we need to sabotage the shields. Sabotage? And, you know, the the guy comes on and goes... Oh, can you do that line again? Because you said sabotage rather than sabotage. And he goes, I don't say sabotage. I say sabotage. You say sabotage. sabotage. I say sabotage. And Wait, it's just like, oh, Kirk, okay, Kirk says, okay, Mr. Kirk says sabotage. I've been listening to the audiobook of Harm's Way. Uh, it's it's okay. But the, the, the voice actor doing the narration for it, when he's doing the voice of Kirk... He pronounced it. He pronounced. He said sabotage. He? sabotage. he said the word that is, sabotage. And that I'm is like, what I you was need. listening to it. I was like, awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I, I I joked on the group and said, you know, Kirk can look different. He can act, you know, younger and more brash. 
But him saying sabotage rather than sabotage, I cannot get behind. No, that's bullshit. You know, that's bullshit. core to the Kirk character um, that he says that sabotage. That should have been a moment. Oh, someone sabotaged it? What? Sabotage. Sabotaged. Anyway. <laughs> like... Yeah. And just have, you know... Sam go. He he's he's always been like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's all I had for the episode. Um, there is a preview of next episode, which we've known for a while. Um, is those old scientists? Uh, I think it's is, the next is episode. The episode titles. Yeah, is the next episode is the um, crossover between Lower Decks and. Um, strange new worlds so we're all very excited for that i think i think that's the episode that we've all been jazzed for more than more than anything else so next week or if you're at comic-con in a couple of days time you bastards um not jealous at all you know you could have seen this episode early and i wouldn't care I just wouldn't care. The uh, the low decks <laughs> yeah, crossover. It, lo- it looks good. It looks funny. It, it it's it's good. I just you watch all it. the episodes. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, you bastards. Just um, don't cross that fucking picket line. Yeah. Strong, union strong. Um, but if we don't have anything for this week, um, you know, like, follow, subscribe, thumbs up. Um, TikTok, Hearts, Instagram, TikTok, threads. Instagram, threads, links below, probably. Um, then <laughs> all, all we have to do is uh, say... Live long and prosper, you motherfuckers. And peace and long life, double the masses.